This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense, here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to analyze your monthly financial statements, grow your business profitably, and build wealth in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Bookkeeping, profit and loss statements, balance sheets. Just hearing these words may make you cringe. None of us, well, with perhaps the exception of my guest today, Robin Haas started our business to love and analyze our financial statements. However, knowing what they mean and acting on the trends is critical to staying in business. Robin Haas is the owner of HVAC Office Solutions, a bookkeeping service for HVAC and other contractors. She will give you some of the things to make sure that you are doing so that your financial statements are accurate. Robin, welcome to Contractor Sense and, and introduce your guest to us too, please. Hi, I'm Robin Haas and this is KJ Toombs. She's my partner in this business. She helps uh, balance us out. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, in, in terms of full disclosure, Robin and I met, gosh, years ago when I was teaching a service manager class in Houston, um, and she graciously offered her training room to me to be able to use. And that's when I found out how good she was at accounting and and growing a business and CFOing and, and, and what you've done over the years. And so talk about the reason that the two of you started this business. Um, well, thanks so much for the introduction. That was really that was really kind of you. Um, we actually Core Mechanical, the company that that I met you when we were working together. Um, that was our second business. The first one was really hard, and we grew too fast and didn't have enough capital or enough infrastructure with our financials. And so it was really it was a lesson learned. And when we started Core, we wanted to make sure that we were stable and had infrastructure for growth. Um, and we didn't have a lot of money, so we had to figure out you know, really inexpensive ways to do that. And so I have to admit, um, the reason I invited you to use our training center is because I couldn't actually afford to send my people to your classes. And that was a way that I could maybe make that work for us. <laughs> okay. And to be, you know, I didn't know whether I could say core mechanical on the air. So that's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> my non-compete is officially ended. So, okay, cool. Um, but so yeah, good. so we had to find all kinds of inventive ways because we didn't have a lot of funding. I mean, literally we were using, you know, private equity or I'm sorry, um, equity from the home that we had just sold to fund our company. And there wasn't much of that. So we had to find a lot of uh, new and different ways to make sure that things happen. But, you know, Joseph and the other partner had had come from larger companies. And so we knew that we had to have infrastructure. And the thing that I focused on was the finances and HR. And what I learned very quickly was if we didn't have numbers, like you talk about all the time in your books, and they're so helpful. Um, if we didn't know where our numbers were and what our profit margins were, like we were doomed to fail. And we didn't want to grow too fast. We wanted to be able to capitalize what we needed to. Um, with the growth without, you know, because we were young, we didn't have a lot of ability to go to banks. Nobody wants to finance you hardly when you're under five years old. Um, so really being able to control our our growth and and really know what our profits were, were critical. And so it was kind of like drinking from a fire hose. I learned from everybody. I learned from you, especially, um, but how critical it really was. And that's 
that's really where my heart is. You know, I, like I said, my non-competes over, I can go back into the, and go back into private equity owned businesses or, you know, competing companies, but really my heart's in small business because I remember how hard it was for us. You know, even trying to find a CPA that that knew the service trades, it was almost impossible. And I didn't have anybody to help, you know, lean on. And the the competitors were either, you know, purchased already by larger companies or they weren't doing the books the way they were supposed to do. So it was really hard to find somebody to help guide and that's what KJ and I really want to offer. She, you know, she grew up in the trades too with her family. And um, we just, the trades are really important and special to us because we've watched kind of, I guess they're calling it the silver tsunami now where a lot of the folks that were in the trades are retiring and they don't have family members or somebody else to, to take over that business or they're selling it off to private equity. And it's, it's changing the way that, that ownership is, you know, leading. And um, so the trades are just really important to us. And I think as a country, they need to be important to all of us because we're going to reach a point where we're not going to have enough people doing this work and you're going to make that call for, you know, an air conditioner repair or plumbing or electrical. And somebody's going to tell you, yeah, it's going to be three weeks and, you know, $600 an hour or something. And, you know, people may laugh, but we're really going to get to that point because we're not going to have enough people to do it. And so long story short, that's why we are really, our hearts are in this because we wanted to focus on HVAC and refrigeration. That's what we know best and just really help these contractors grow and sustain and help the next generation come in too. Yeah. Well, there is an answer to that, but most men don't like the answer to that. It's called women. We can do the work. <laughs> and as you know, I started women in HVACR about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago, and we now have 1200 numbers, which is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, we're not talk here to talk about women in HVACR. I, hey, guys, I just gave you a plug, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about, I mean, you've seen the pitfalls with respect to bookkeeping. You've seen the pitfalls with respect to cash flow. So let's talk through some of those because we all know that without accurate financials, we have garbage going in. Guess what? We have garbage coming out. What would you say was the biggest thing that you see that contractors don't do with their financials other than look at them? Okay. I know that. <laughs> I think honestly for the smaller ones and, and this was, you know, we were guilty of this when we first started our first company too, was thinking I'll get to it tomorrow. And then it becomes a pile and then it becomes a shoebox, and then it becomes this big and thing. the advisor of the trucks. Right. Yeah. We have visor. a friend who actually stores all of his receipts in his visors. And depending on what job it is, depends on what side of the car it's on. Yeah. And you don't catch up. Mm -hmm. And then you don't even, it, it doesn't matter if you even want financials because you can't get them because you're so far behind running operations and Three then you're, years. yeah. And you're relying on, oh, I'll just take it to the CPA at the end of the year. And then the CPA may miscategorize stuff because you're late on your taxes and you mm -hmm. just want to push it through. May miscategorize. <laughs> <laughs> just get it done. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're doing the best they can because they're, uh -huh. they're stressed. They have to meet the deadlines and you give them a shoebox. You can uh -huh. almost guarantee you're going to miscategorize things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So when we talk through that, um, one of the things that you may have seen is that usually it's a crisis or something like that, that gets a contractor to say, I need help. Yes. No. Absolutely. And, and sometimes it's payroll. 
sometimes they've been pushing payroll out and thinking, oh, we can just wait until, you know, we'll catch up our taxes at the end of the year. And then before they know it, you know, unfortunately, the IRS is knocking on the door saying, hey, remember those payroll taxes you were supposed to pay? Yeah, you didn't write those checks or you're behind. And then you've got, you know, all kinds of other things going on that can get really bad. And um, I don't know, I just, I, I, I ache for them because I know what it's like. I know what it's like when you're trying to run everything. You know, maybe you've just decided to, you know, start your first truck. You you quit the company you were at and you're you're like, hey, I'm I can do this. I have my license. My wife or my friend can help me. And then you realize how much work it really is. The back office work is so difficult if that's not what you're accustomed to doing. Yep. And, and you shouldn't and- be. You should be out generating revenue and hiring somebody like you guys to do the back. Absolutely. Because, you know, you can argue, okay, well, and most of the, we're actually very inexpensive compared to most most bookkeeping companies. We're $50 an hour to clean up. And the ones that I've gotten quotes for in the past, including when I was at CORE and needed some extra help, were $80 to $120 an hour. Um, and, And you can argue that's a lot of money, but at the same time, what's your time worth? And that's what I really want these guys to think about. And women too, is, you know, if you're out in the truck, what are you billing per hour? And then what are you going to pay somebody? It's definitely going to be a lot less than what you're billing per hour, but also they're going to be able to do it a lot faster than you are. Yep, absolutely. All right. Before we take a break, if somebody wanted to contact you, how do they do it? We have a super cool number. It's 979797HVAC or 979-797-4822. Or they can visit us at myhvacoffice.com. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Imagine you had total freedom. You didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to be a slave to your business. The words, I can't, are eliminated from your vocabulary. What if you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it? A financially fit business could give you that freedom. How? By knowing what your financial statements are telling you and taking action based on what they say. You can do this in less than 10 minutes a month at an investment of less than taking your family out to dinner once a month. And if your financial statements are a mess, you can get help. Go to www.financiallyfit.business or click on the QR code below to get started today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We are talking bookkeeping and back office and all the things that you really hate. And before the break, we were talking about the fees, which were $50 an hour. And the question was, well, how much do you charge an hour? And so during the break, I did this handy dandy little calculation. And Ruth's rule number two says, if you have an overhead expense, which is what this is, and you divide it by your gross margin, which is your gross profit divided by sales, how much revenue do you have to generate to break even, i.e. pay for this expense? So at $50 an hour, and a 40% gross margin, you have to generate $125 an hour to pay for this expense. And if your ticket or your demand service rate in this day and age is less than $250 or $300 an hour, you're not making any money. I promise you, you're not. So this becomes half a service ticket or half an hour on the road generating revenue. So it becomes very, very inexpensive to do and can also um, help you on the back end to make sure that things are going the right way so that you can spot minor issues before they become major crises. 
All right. So let's talk about, obviously, we've talked about the bookkeeping side. What are there some of the other backend things that you all provide that most contractors hate doing? I guess the, the most important that I see is recruiting. Um, I've spent my entire career in HVAC the last, I guess, 10 to 11 years now leading all of the HR support. And I can tell you that is the hardest thing to be in a van trying to run calls and then trying to figure out who you're going to hire next. And what I see is a lot of these folks are just holding on to technicians that they shouldn't be holding on to who are problem children that they should have addressed and had KPIs with and and had discussions and and performance improvement plans. But you can't you, you just can't do all of that while you're turning a, a wrench. And so um, it's really hard to set aside time to find technicians and we have some really great ways that we go out and source technicians and we basically provide a referral service where we do some initial preliminary interviews. You know, we, we find ways to get them to apply and then we screen based on what you're looking for and send you the best candidates. And it's been really successful. We've done that for a couple companies. Um, our rate is $2,500 and you only pay that after they've been employed for 45 days. So it's worked out really well for the companies that we've done this with. Some want us to go in and basically act like we're their HR department inside of their Indeed or ZipRecruiter accounts, and we're happy to do that. And others have asked us to do it independently, and we can do that as well. But um, we're really happy to report that the majority of the people that we've referred over actually are you know, on their two and three year mark now, some of them. Oh, good. That's what you want to hear. Absolutely. So the... Let, let's talk about when does the contractor know, since both of you have been through this, let's assume that you are in a truck, you want to do more work, you want to hire people, you want to grow. How do you close your eyes, take a deep breath, take the plunge? What do you have to do? Just give us a call. We can talk through. And there's, I mean, honestly, there is no, there's no pressure. You know, we want you to succeed. And if this doesn't work for you, we're okay with that too. But we're happy. Like I said, if you, if you look at our website, it says, you know, carve out, set an appointment, then carve out an hour, list your top five things that are important to you. And then let's have a virtual coffee and talk about it. And we can on that, you know, coffee call, we can, we can, um, have a zoom meeting, we can have a phone call, whatever works best for you. But then we'll just talk through, you know, what do you really want to get out of this? And we can brainstorm, or you can say, I want you guys to fix our books right now. And it's a two minute call and that's it. So we're happy to brainstorm. We're happy to work with you. But you know, the other part of it is we also offer administrative support. So if you have your invoices taken care of and your bookkeeping taken care of, but you can't get, you know, back to all the emails and phone calls, and you just need somebody as like a an administrative assistant for a while, we can do that too. We just want you to think of us as your back office. So anybody, like imagine that you had a person in your back office and you had 50 different things to give them to do. We can help you and we can take care of that stuff for you. Go generate revenue. <laughs> exactly. Get out in the field. And that's the other thing I wanted to say. If yes. you've got people in your office that are not helping you generate revenue, they're causing you problems, they're not getting them voices out, they're not doing what they need to be doing. If they're distracting you from doing your job rather than supporting you, you need to have a really hard look at who you've got in your back office. And maybe you need to outsource it for a little while until you can find somebody that's really great. And we're happy to do that too. There's no long-term commitments. Well, remember, um, I don't know whether we've talked about it, but my thing is maximizing profitable billable hours. 
And if your guys in the field who are supposed to be in the field are not in the field maximizing their profitable billable hours, we're in trouble because exactly. you're not going to be profitable from there. Well, and so. I just, I mean, honestly, I really want to plug Ruth, and you guys have probably already read a lot of her books and listened, but you need to really spend the time and pick up her books and read them. They're going to keep <laughs> you, you from getting, they're going to keep you from, from getting in trouble on some of the small stuff and they're easy reads. They're really, really worth it. And it'll help you identify what you do need in the back office too. Yeah, absolutely. So final thoughts from you. AJ, I've over talked to you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> all. No, I mean, it, it's very important. And I even see it currently with one of our local businesses here in our small town who he is a farmer by trade, but he has had to learn how to do bookkeeping and keeping up with things. He's not organized in the sense of like having it all filed out and it affects the business one, but it also affects you as a person. And when, um, especially a owner is in the office trying to get billing done and not out doing what he's meant to do or they're meant to do. Right. Well, and then doesn't help anybody. And then sometimes they get bills, you know, an invoice that's a year late and people are like, I'm not paying that now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for being with us. Thanks so much for having us, Ruth. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.